Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I'm going to calmly introduce us today on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, an overly caffeinated Bradley trainer. That never Hi. happens. He's Hi. usually just caffeinated enough. Uh, he I blame Dawn. Some... It's one of those Death Wish coffee pods. Oh, and I had I one too, in... but I'm not having this effect. Yeah, well, I also was starting another cup after that. So, And then you spilled it. Okay, Uh, but that's not why we're here to talk about our coffee habits. No, you have come to know the Colleen and Bradley show team Cobra, as it were, uh, as hard hitting investigative reporters. And uh, as such, we have created our own series on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's called The Cobra Files. A terrible hate crime, a nationwide manhunt, suspects in custody, but they're actually friends of the victim. And now the victim has become the perpetrator. Today on The Cobra Files, Jussie Smollett, what really happened? Indeed, what really happened? So much has happened, you guys, and where do we even begin? So uh, we could go through an entire timeline, but here's what we know so far. Um, the most recent story uh, about Jesse Smollett is actually a response from Fox. Mm. Have you seen this yet? No, not yet. So just about an hour ago, Fox Entertainment and 20th Century Fox TV, of course, responsible for the television show Empire, on which Jesse uh, stars, mm-hmm. <clears throat> said the following. We understand the seriousness of this matter. We respect the legal process. We are evaluating the situation and we are considering our options. What does that say to you? Uh, that says we're not ready to say right now that <laughs> he's going to, he's going to be fired, but we're going to wait until an appropriate time to announce that we're not going to be continuing to have him on the show. Fox is in a very difficult place. Oh. We can talk about that, um, yeah. you know, in a moment, what that means for them as a, as a studio, but let's also give you the latest on what we actually know about, um, Jesse himself. He, uh, has been. Arrested. He has been photographed. There is a mugshot because he is now the perpetrator in the crime committed against himself. The victim has become the perpetrator in this story. You could not imagine for everyone who thought even maybe there was something up with this story and it didn't sound quite right or that there was maybe more to the story. I don't think very many people when the story first broke that the actor Jesse Smollett had been the victim of a hate crime, 
would go on to think that he was the one responsible for that that crime. No, in fact, actually, you know, when when it was first reported, uh, we all reacted in the way that you do when when something is reported. Uh, this thing happened and we thought, well, how horrible. I hope he's okay. You have no reason to think anything other than what is presented to you. Uh, but then very quickly after we started, there were little sort of details that were a little bit out of line. And there were some people who were on it from the beginning well, who it, were paying attention to those details that felt a little out of place. Here's the thing. There were people who questioned the story from the beginning. There were people on the inside who were questioning the story. And we're learning about that more and more as we mm-hmm. sort of read now that we know. Um, there were people on social media, of course. There's pretty much one of everybody on social media at all times, though. Mm-hmm. So that's not too surprising to think that some people were thinking it was a hoax. But very quickly, here's the thing that I find interesting about this story. This story became such a big deal. Why? Because it hit all of the right buttons for those of us who, and by those of us, I don't even really mean you and I. I mean those on social media and those in the world, in the United States particularly at this time and place uh, in the world, who are predisposed to apply their own politics and personal... um, um, What do, I, what do I want to say? Just their their own politics put that mm-hmm. on the story and to see it through a political lens. And those people um, sort of took the story to a level that the rest of us were kind of just sitting back and watching unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, now you see an even you see a whole nother chapter of those people being animated on social media. You know, like this. This is an illustration of all that's wrong. This is an illustration of all that's right. Mm-hmm. This is an illustration of blah, blah, blah. The rest of us, I would say probably the vast majority of the actual people in the world, many of whom probably aren't paying as close attention, just want to know what the story is. Because frankly, this story is beyond fascinating, regardless of why, although we want to know why. Right. We have so many questions as to how this all went down, how this was thought out, how this was executed. Mm -hmm. And we actually know... I think if you take the, the um, police department's account of everything, mm-hmm. I think we actually know quite a bit at this point. Yeah, so let's let let's lay out for people kind of a timeline, and I do want to um, bring Holly in at one point because Holly had uh, had looked at his his Jesse Smollett's social media at a very critical time. Now, with when you look back at it, with hindsight being twenty twenty, you see it in a different way. But let's start with that uh, letter. Well, let's start with the timeline, and here's what I want to mm-hmm. do, because the timeline that um, that I have actually starts uh, the morning that Jesse reports he was the victim of a hate crime. So, Holly, when was that tweet sent? So, that this tweet from Jesse Smollett was published on January 27th. So, two days prior. Two days prior. So, can you read that tweet? We'll, we'll get to the letter in just a moment, but okay. let's read that tweet uh, that took place two days before he reports that he was a victim of a hate crime. Frauds are everywhere, y'all. Protect the mind, heart, and spirit of you and your people at all costs. Just remember, salt, cocaine, and anthrax can all appear to be sugar, parentheses, the refined kind, of course. Just be careful out here, fam. Happy Sunday. Love you. Real talk. Love on. Okay. That is so creepy when you think about yes. what, what went on to happen just two days later. Because on two days later, that's the morning of January 29th, he reports that he was the victim of a hate crime. 
Um, police then go to the hospital. He, you know, tells the tale that we since read in headlines that mm-hmm. two people yelled racial, homophobic and political statements at him, beat him, put a noose around his neck, threw bleach on him and fled. And then it goes into the whole investigation. And then, of course, you know, um, we could just go down the list from there. Mm-hmm. But this was something that he clearly thought out, planned out, ha- executed um, according to a particular timeline. But before we go even any further into that, don't you just, doesn't that just raise the question, what on earth, how did he think this was going to go? And that's what I keep on thinking is like, how, how, when you planned this out in your mind, how did you think this was going to come to a satisfactory end? And I don't know, anytime I take a risk in my life, Mm -hmm. I think about, many possible outcomes, oh, yeah. both positive and negative yeah. in, in any decision. I, I make. do that when I'm deciding whether to turn left or right at an intersection. Yeah. I mean, you know, I overthink a lot. Yes. And so I think for people like us, Bradley, especially who are overthinkers chronically, uh, who really like will sit and mull over all of the possible outcomes of something. It is absolutely impossible to understand how he thought that doing this was going to accomplish what he was looking to accomplish because there were so many other ways it could have gone wrong and in fact did. And isn't it interesting that the first moment we all sort of had where we were like, huh, that's interesting. There were these stories about phone records and he didn't want to turn over Mm -hmm. phone records. And then there was redacted copies uh, that were turned over and it was like, well, what is he being shady about the phone records for? And Mm -hmm. um, what's interesting is that, We weren't the only ones, obviously, that thought something was fishy going on. As I was looking through a timeline, um, you know, they end up catching up to the two brothers, right? That that allegedly were the uh, perpetrators who orchestrated it. Or didn't orchestrate, but they executed the orchestration of of, this attack. Exactly. Yep. That we thought at first were the two who had, you know, come up with this in the first place. So they get arrested, coming back into the country... They're talking to police. Their attorney comes in and is like, something's not right here to the police. Mm-hmm. The attorney says, you know, because the attorney is she is now defending her clients or trying to against the police and the police are, you know, interviewing mm-hmm. them as if potentially they are attackers. And she, as an attorney, says that something smelled fishy and that she didn't think that her clients were the offenders that they seem to think. Um, So she allowed police to interview uh, her clients and um, apparently she worked with the police department very quickly to the point where she ended up going to police and saying these are not the offenders. In fact, in this case, they would be victims. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some questions about that, but like even somebody who's tasked with, you know, um, having one particular perspective was able to be in that space and go, okay, something isn't adding up here. And clearly police knew the same thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and that together they end up realizing, um, I think we've just been had. Yeah. And the person that has had us is of course, Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then now can we go back to that letter? Because I think that that is um, another important piece of the story because the early reports were that Jesse Smollett had uh, received a, um, a threatening letter on set yep. of Empire. 
Now, we've seen pictures of the letter. It is a classic uh, from, you've seen this in many, like, many movies. Yeah. The letters are cut out. Of a magazine. From a magazine. Yeah. Um, And then there's, like, crude marker drawings mm -hmm. of, like, stick figures. Yeah. Uh, And that allegedly came to him, and that, now, this part I I missed out on, but he had to open it with... Yeah, so he is. He has his executive producer. They open the letter together with gloves on. So that and the way that that was described, I just thought, well, that is weird. Why would you ever, if somebody sent you a letter and you thought maybe there was anthrax or some, there was a white powder allegedly, mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, I'm going to put gloves on. First of all, where do you get gloves from? Yeah. Anyway, um, you, I'm going to put gloves on and open this dangerous letter. No, I'm not. Especially if the words MAGA are on the front and you think that, you know, somebody is writing those words in a, you know, in a way that's not meant to be like nice yeah right like if something looks menacing i'm not like let me get my executive yeah. producer yeah over that's here. like i hear somebody in the house i'm going to go look now i'm gonna run so they allegedly <laughs> open the letter and then it's got this thing and oh my god well police say that he sent that letter to himself at fox studio which would explain why you know he didn't just turn it over to police in the first part um you know if in, in fact he believed it was dangerous um, and all of this, this is the other piece of information that's come out today. Is because everybody's wondering what the motive was. Police say the motive was that he was um, upset with the amount he was being paid on Empire. Um, and this was an attempt, you know, I don't know if they're then saying this was an attempt to get more money. Uh, that has already sort of been floated out there. But insofar as the police investigators are concerned, um you know, that's that's their operating theory. Now, there is so much more that's going to come out. There is so much more that will develop. In fact, at what? One thirty today, mm-hmm. there is uh, going to be a criminal proceeding. Uh, no, what's what's happening at one thirty? It is the oh, what is it? There, it's I mean, he, he I don't know what it is, he being is called or something. I don't know. But he'll, he's going to be in court. Okay. He'll go before the judge. He'll yeah. go before the court at one thirty today. Uh, and so we'll have more information possibly after that. We are keeping an eye on it to see as as it develops. Um, but we do need to to take a little break here because we've got some dirt from Hollywood that cannot wait any longer. Holly Roberts is going to bring us the dirt alert after this on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has brought all the dirt from Hollywood. Hey, Holly. Hey, guys. You did such a good job of recapping everything that's happening with Jesse Smollett. And again, we'll just remind people that there is going to be some kind of news, con- I believe a news conference, 1.30 p.m. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He's going to be in court, or at least Jesse Smollett is going to appear in court in Chicago, 1.30 p.m. today. And we're going to be following that story. Other things happening, though, in the world of Hollywood and beyond. It's a very busy day. Wendy Williams. And now she's, she's coming, coming back. back. Although she's not, I guarantee it. Well, put money on it. You mean like she'll come back, but then she'll disappear again? No, I don't think she's going to come back. Really? Okay, so really? I like to go back and remember the um, the blind item that we read that basically said that she'll come back and there will be a upfront. Oh, no, that it was that she would go talk to Oprah. Yes. And she said, well, in this blind item from our blind item mm-hmm. website, crazydaysandnights.net, it alluded to the fact that Wendy Williams would be doing a big sit down interview sometime next month. Now, Wendy Williams announced she's going to be back on the Wendy Williams show March 4th. Mm-hmm. That's awfully soon. That, that yeah. is uh, a week from Monday. Yeah. And a lot can happen between now and then. <clears throat> Bradley remains skeptical until he, she, you see you, Wendy Williams yeah. actually in that purple chair talking to the camera. Yeah, I mean, she's been lying to us for years. Why would we believe her now? I mean, you make a good point. Yeah. Look, this th- these, are, once. these are days now where I ain't got time for anybody's <laughs> doo-doo, and I almost okay. said the other word. Thank you Thank for not. Thank you very much. Well, keep the calendar marked. You know, I really didn't because I would lose my job, so I'm not really going to say that word. Thank you. We Thank really you. appreciate that. March 4th. That's a the return of Wendy Williams to her show. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. Uh, a notable passing in the world of music mm. today, Peter Tork, the guitarist for the Monkees, has passed away at the age of 77. His sister speaking to the Washington Post, not specifying a cause of death, although Peter Tork had been diagnosed with a rare form of cancer mm. about a decade ago. And the Monkees, I think, are scheduled to perform in the Twin Cities. And I think it was just Mickey Dolenz and Peter Tork. Well, because mm. I feel like, yeah. Well, now it's just Mickey Dolenz. And Mike Nesmith, but he, you know. No, I mean, he's performing in the Twin Cities. It's just going to be a Mickey Dolenz Dolenz. concert. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, the Monkees, highly influential back in the day, one of the premier boy bands. And also, you know, kind of self-referential in as much as they knew that they were fake. They knew they were manufactured, Mm -hmm. yet they had a ton of hits on the radio. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. So, And I loved that dumb show. Oh yeah, that was great. Had a resurgence in the 80s thanks to MTV. It was so great. It was so great. Oh, that's sad news. Yeah. Okay. Bradley doesn't have anything to say about that, so we're going to move on. I'm not. It's not my thing, but I'm. <laughs> I'm really sad, and I hope the best for him. Yeah. Okay. And everyone else. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> All of them. Chris Hemsworth. By the way, he's drinking more coffee. We are in trouble. Okay. Oh my gosh. If you missed the top of the show, Bradley was gifted a what is it called? A Death Wish coffee. A Death Death Wish Wish coffee coffee pod. From somebody sent those to the morning show. They're the most highly caffeinated coffee pods you can find on the market. Oh, they pack a punch. They they work, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, running around and I thought this doesn't 
what's going on with my body? Oh, great. Uh, let's talk about the Oscars. Of course, they're this Sunday night. Uh, reportedly, Queen with Adam Lambert are going to be kicking off the show. It was announced that Queen would be performing at the Oscars just earlier this week, even though they're not nominated in any music categories. So that's strange. I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Casey Musgraves also strangely added to the list of presenters this year at the Academy Awards. I mean, she did win Album of the Year at the Grammys, but that has nothing to do with the Academy Awards. All of the news that's coming out of the uh, the camp uh, of, uh, for the Oscars, the, yeah. the telecast, it sounds like there's too many cooks in the kitchen and they well, all drink Death Wish coffee. Well, and they're just like, grab, grab I mean, 70, grab 70. They're just trying to get everybody's attention because, you know, there's not one single person that's going to be representing the telecast, that's right? True. As host. True. This is true. Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. Thanks, Charles. We You're need, welcome. We need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. Get them all right. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Did I already say that? Okay, well, fine. Let's just do it. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge. Any second. 30-second pop culture challenge. And who's on the phone today, caller? We've got Drew on the line. And what is Drew playing for? Drew is playing for a limited edition, totally awesome, My Talk 1071 tote bag. Woo! Drew, you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Elton John is famous for playing what instrument? The piano. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Three. What kind of car is the time machine in Back to the Future? A DeLorean. What does Popeye eat to gain his super strength? Daydream Believer is a song by which 60s band? The Monkees. Yay! <laughs> Drew, you, got you it. did it! Yes! Congrats, Drew. Congratulations. Yes. Enjoy that tote bag, Drew. Tote around some bags. Yeah, if yeah, you want to sh- put more bags in the bag, why not? Yeah. Everyone has to have the bag in the kitchen that mm-hmm. contains all the, the other bags. Yes, the bag bag. Yeah. Uh, and now that we're done with that 30-second pop culture challenge, by the way, you can play again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We like to solve mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first little nugget of hot gossip, Colleen and Bradley, is coming at you. See if you can figure out who this is about. Okay. Interesting. The most recent statement from the talk show host came from herself and not her husband masquerading as the host. Hopefully, she finally realized she needs to dump him. That would be a Wendy Williams. Williams. Yes. Okay, so, okay. So this, of course, is referring to that uh, announcement that she'll be back on March 4th. That's exactly right. Okay, let's fill in the blank and then go back. Interesting that the most recent statement from Wendy Williams came from Wendy herself and not her husband masquerading as Wendy. Mm. Hopefully, Wendy Williams has finally realized that she needs to dump him. Woof. Well, mm, I don't think that's the source of her problems him and anybody Mm -hmm. that's trying to 
push the idea that her problems are her husband is probably Wendy Williams. Interesting. He might be a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not the source of all problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, in any case, we will find out more, no doubt, on March 4th. Or maybe we will Notice that none of this had to do with a shoulder or a Graves, Graves disease. disease. Mm-hmm. <sighs> let's, okay. let's do another one of those. More gossip coming your way, Colleen and Bradley. Here's another blind item. See who this is about. The former A-plus list athlete got some time away from the A-list everything in her mind mm. and immediately called a couple of his favorite strippers. Mm-hmm. <gasps> he has not done this in a while. Mm. He is missing that old life of his and even called next within the last couple of weeks. Wow. A-Rod and mm-hmm. Jailer. Mm-hmm. And... Yes. Let me fill in the blanks for you. Okay. Alex Rodriguez got some time away from Jennifer Lopez and immediately called a couple of his favorite strippers. Alex has not done this in a while. Alex Rodriguez is missing that old life of his and even called an ex within the past couple of weeks. Dude, you're with J-Lo. This is what I will never understand. What? Like, when you have J-Lo, when you get to, when J-Lo is the scenery that you get to that doesn't drink in yeah. at all times i just don't understand that's not how that works though people yeah. who cheat they they love like oh if you uh if you bag the j-lo then you're like i got the j-lo now i can get something else on the side because i got the j-lo now think about some of the famous exes that alex rodriguez has and then this blind item could all get even them. more oh, interesting yeah you know like madonna Ka- madonna mm. kate hudson cameron Candace. Cameron Bure. Something tells me he wasn't calling <laughs> Kate Hudson. I'm just uh, saying. You don't know, she was in New York City recently. I know. I just, there's, like, I just don't know that he's calling up the lady who just had a baby. Not because of her. I just don't think, like, in um, in his mind, that's like a sexy thing. I'm that maybe that was. I shouldn't have said that out loud. That was an inside thought. I'm sorry. That's interesting. Okay. Here's a confirmed blind item for you, Colleen and Bradley, meaning that we actually know the identity of the subject of this blind mm. item. So listen carefully and try to solve this celebrity gossip puzzle. Okay. It is amazing to me how this A-list singer just owns the fact that she likes cheating on boyfriends and making them cheat on girlfriends. And she is celebrated for it by her fans. Wait a minute, what? I'll read it to you again. It is amazing to me how this A-list singer just owns the fact she likes cheating on boyfriends and then making them cheat on girlfriends. And she is celebrated for it by oh, her fans. Oh, so like she gets guys to cheat uh, on their girlfriends. On their girlfriends yes. Is that, would that be like a Miranda Lambert? Okay. No. Uh, it's amazing. A-list singer who's a cheater, cheater, pal. Yes. Now think about an A-list singer who has some new music out. And it oh. has a lot to do with infidelity, cheating. Uh, Ariana Grande? <gasps> Whoa! Oh. Tell me more. My goodness. All right, here's your blind item filled in. It's amazing to me how Ariana Grande just owns the fact she likes cheating on boyfriends and making them cheat on girlfriends. And she is celebrated for it by her fans. I mean, think of the whole album, Thank You, Next. Yeah, I suppose. 
I that oh, she I, I want her to have she needs remember when we were in remember when we wanted you Bradley trainer mm-hmm. to be Justin Bieber's man tour you want to be her woman tour she needs a, wom- a woman tour okay one of the songs off of her new album which is charting by the way is break up with your girlfriend I'm bored that's the name of the okay. song, and I think it's number one, two, or three on the charts right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's got all she's the got songs. three. Yeah, yeah, right now, thanks to her uh, gaggle. This is what of fans, happens when you encourage call, young people to think that there are no rules. Uh-huh. Then they just do whatever they want. Well, and I mean, and she's—they're just willy-nilly, you know, crapping on each other and uh, not being nice. But that's—I mean—that's basically her entire life has been handed to her i'm not saying she didn't have to work but she has this sort of idea her perspective in life is like i that she can do and get whatever she wants people will be like yes queen yes cheat on your man yes you don't need to follow the rules queen I mean, what I'm saying is there's an audience that's built in to encourage this kind of behavior. Oh, yeah. And they're doing it. You know? Yeah. She can be a, yes. We get what we want. <laughs> we get what we deserve. Mm-hmm. We get the pop stars that we deserve. Oh, true. It's true. Welcome to mm-hmm. She Welcome licked to that donut. Earth. That was the first mistake. Everybody does this thing. When people make oh. mistakes and they're like, oh, we need to have empathy and do this thing. Okay, but like there also need to be consequences. I am a firm believer in consequences. Oh yeah, natural consequences. Yeah. Absolutely. Because consequences do what? They teach you how to behave. Yes. They, they create boundaries. They grow hair on your chest and teach you how to be a man. Well, so what you, no, I I'm think what saying, you're saying is saying that, that they, Ariana Grande never got hair on her chest and she'll never be a, a man. No, she yes. Well, if more people started acting like <laughs> men, this world would be a much better place, wouldn't it? That was a joke. And note, just, please note, Holly and I dipped out of that pretty quick. It was a joke. We know. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, those were good, Holly. Thank you so much for those delicious blind items. You're welcome. Bye. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we want to get on Lady Gaga's program. The Escape to Mexico program. Oh, my God, you guys. She's had such a rough life lately. She has a, had to escape to Mexico. Oh, my gosh. We'll I talk, thought people... I thought... We'll I'm talk about that. We'll talk about Lady Gaga's vacation after this on My Talk 107.1. Uh, Lady Gaga has taken a vacation from her problems. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom... Bradley Trainer, so uh, get thee to your nearest travel agent and ask for the Lady Gaga trip. Actually, this was an escape, Colleen. She oh, I'm had sorry. to escape to Mexico <laughs> after most recently splitting with her fiance, Christian Carino. It Carinoed off a cliff, their relationship mm-hmm. did. Mm. And Lady Gaga was forced in shame to hold her head low and escape to Mexico. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is an actual headline. And Here's what uh, I found myself asking when I saw this headline. I was like, wait a minute. This must have been like a while ago for a couple of reasons. First of which, didn't they like break up in January, allegedly? Yeah, wasn't to that news reports? part of the, you know, confirmation that they'd broken up, that that had happened in January, but they were just announcing it on Tuesday because the Oscars voting had closed? They didn't say that part. Yeah, no. I mean, it was just like obvious and we called it. Also, um, they were confirmed as a couple in February of 2017. So this would be their two-year anniversary. 
So I can see why she was so distraught. Mm -hmm. That was seven months, of course, after she'd called off the previous engagement that she was about to have with Taylor Kinney. Remember him? Mm -hmm. How quickly we forget. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, um, then she didn't wear her her, uh, ring to the Grammys. Okay, so my first statement was that she is in Mexico this week, but she broke up like a month ago. Like a month ago, but she's escaping to Mexico because she split. But wait a minute. Also, when is the Oscars again? Uh, it's on Sunday. It's ha- mean, it's on Sunday. I know they have regular flights. However, that just seems a little weird that the week before, like her biggest moment, she had to escape to drown out her sorrows. Well, and okay, and I listen. This is me. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Maybe be getting like hair, st- uh, like hair uh, extensions put in or something. Yeah, and practicing with Bradley Cooper. Like I doing, mean, practicing the genuine like, oh, oh. I can't believe it. I'm in the company of such great actresses. Anyway, um, yeah, so she has to do a lot of rehearsing. She's also doing a number with Bradley Cooper, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I did want to let you know that she's at Acre, uh, which is on the Baja Peninsula in Mexico. She was there with three friends. Now, get this. This is actually not this was not a source. This was a, quote, spy. Oh, for page six. All right. Set a spy. P.S. Uh, I would like to volunteer for the too. spy in Mexico position. Because, you know, like, here's me. I would have like a big floppy beach hat mm-hmm. and some big sunnies. Nobody would notice a, you. Like a Mm-mm. scarf Mm-mm. and I like a, like a fake pad, mustache. Yes. <laughs> a notepad and a pencil. And a trench coat. And I'd be like, do, do, do behind the, you know, palm tree, <laughs> drinking my non-alcoholic uh, pina colada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Writing notes about what Lady Gaga was doing, for example, quote, she had a slick low ponytail. You don't say. She was wearing a black outfit. What? And a large diamond necklace. Hmm. On the beach? Oh, I In just. Mexico. Okay, so I just put them on the beach yeah. because that's where I would like to be right now. Well, she was just in Mexico that's with the... three friends, by the way. So picture this. Three friends, mm-hmm. a slick low ponytail. Mm-hmm. Wearing, I mean, do you just see somebody like calling in? Hey guys, I'm calling in my report from Mexico. I just saw Lady Gaga. She was with three friends. She had a slick low ponytail, was wearing a black outfit, and had a large diamond necklace. And at that point, you'd be like, okay, Brad, great job. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back and do some more research, kids. Okay. And I'm really just going to go sit at the pool in Mosquito. No, pause. This is why you and I would be far better spies than this dumb spy. Do you know why? Because we'd make up better stories. No, we wouldn't even have to make them up. What is our best skill when we're out in public at a restaurant? You know. Oh, eavesdropping. We are so, 
so we, good. We drop eaves all over the place. Big time. Yeah. We are so good at eavesdropping on other people's conversations. I, you and I, we should actually, how do we apply for the position of spy in Mexico? I don't know. I guess send an email to page six. I, I will mean, do that. You know, uh, Steve Patterson's going to cover the Oscars. Maybe we got Somebody some let us go to Mexico and eavesdrop on Lady Guga. Oh my gosh. By the way. Olay. Let's go back to the fact that Steve Patterson is going to the Oscars. Let's, why don't we have him ask, why don't we provide him with some questions that we'd like for him for to Lady ask? Gaga. Some of our, well, just yeah. all of the celebrities. Okay, for sure. That he's going to encounter. We yeah. read blind items. Okay. We want to, like. We want to know the truth. Yeah. So, like, if he started the conversation with Lady Gaga by saying, I know you're just back from Mexico. Mm. It shows How interest. Acre? Exactly. If indeed that is where you were. Are, did you bring one of your three friends? Were you wearing a slick <laughs> pony? A low slick pony? Uh, acre? Or is it acre, do you think, or acre? Well, I don't really mean, uh, how's it spelled? Do you know they have tree houses? What? You can stay in tree. This is the most hipster resort ever as I'm looking at it. <clears throat> A-C-R-E, like acre. Mm-hmm. And they have tree. I would say it's, it's beautiful. It's very, very gorgeous. Okay, so it's the kind of place where you would wear a black outfit and a diamond necklace yeah. with three friends. And, oh my gosh, they have a pizza oven. You don't say. So they have fresh flatbread experiences. Okay, see, again, all you're doing right now <laughs> is confirming that you and I should be the spies in this story. Yeah, I could write such a better... I would be eating one of those flatbread pizzas with my ears all over whatever Lady mm. Gaga was talking about. A couple Ooh. of regular Inspector Clouseau's we Big have time. over here. Big they time. also have fractional ownership at Acre. I wonder if she owns a fraction of Maybe. it. I think that's just called big timeshares. Right? Yeah, that's what it's called. Anyway, um, so just wanted you to know, low pony. Uh, Wearing black, three friends, and a diamond necklace. Mm-hmm. And She had to escape. I it mean, so that's the part that, that's the piece that I think I like to key in on. Like, as though this wasn't planned. This wasn't a planned vacation. Because honestly, if I, if it were me, I would say, I bet Lady Gaga planned a vacation to Mexico for like the day after the voting closed for the Oscars because she's so exhausted from the big sales job that she's been doing for the past few months. You know what I mean? She's really been under a lot of pressure. And I'm sure her bestie was like, Gaga, listen, you've been working so hard trying to convince people that you're a really good actress. We should just, (laughs) we should go on a vacation. I mean, yeah. And then you'll be all refreshed and rejuvenated for the actual ceremony on Sunday. Do you Sunday. think she just sits around? Because like, I imagine being friends with Lady Gaga. So, Because I was thinking to myself, who are these friends? And here's, here's a friend to Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Re- I, I know. know. It's hard. Yeah. You, people just don't get you. It's just so unfair. Mm, so she's surrounded by enablers and butt kissers. Exactly. Of course, of course, exactly. Because and they're all on the payroll. Like, Honey, you are so lucky. You have no idea. Get off your behind and do something. I mean, she does a lot. But my point is, like, I, I just imagine if I'm at Acre enjoying a, you know, craft uh, mezcal infused beverage, bebida, bebido. What's the Spanish for beverage? I don't know. Baby, though. Oh, look at her. Excellente. I just imagine, you know, some people sitting around in like those like gauzy one piece things, Mm -hmm. you know, with their sunglasses atop their top pony. 
Or what do you call I, that? I thing? feel like we're just like it's, top it's called a head. Yeah. No, no, no. Like a top knot. <laughs> top. No, not a top knot. Like when you put the pony on the head. A high pony. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. they're just like with the sunglasses and they're like, mm, yeah, I know. You just have to. and she's like <laughs> You guys have no idea. I'm really enjoying watching Bradley act out Lady Gaga's life. I but mean, you know what? It's believable, man. It is believable. Okay, anyway, sorry, I think I've It's all good. When we come back on the Colleen Mexican and- horse. On the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a question for you. What was your favorite miniseries? Oh, yes. And you can go like way back in the way back machine way if back. you want to because we are prepared. What was your favorite TV miniseries? 651 641 1071. Favorite miniseries after Do this it. on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.